Hey, Father, I thank you for today. I thank you, Father, for just the overwhelming love that you have for us. Father, the more that I know you, the more that I love you. Lord, I just ask that you would speak through me today. Father, that everything that I say, every word that, that you have given me, that it would bring you glory. That it would change our hearts. Father, that it would stir something up inside of us that we have been letting get too stagnant, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be the change. Help us to make the change, Lord, to better your kingdom here in this earth. We love you. We put ourselves in, in the posture to receive right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Alrighty, I'm going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to turn this down just a little bit. Or move it that way, maybe. There you go. That's a little better. Okay. So today I'm going to be reading out of Mark 6. And we're going to read from 30, verse 30 through 37. This is the story about Jesus feeding the 5,000. But I do want to break this scripture down a little bit. So just going to read about seven verses and then I will get started on what the Lord has given me. So um, let's read verse 30. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him that all they had done and taught. Then, because so many people were coming and going, they did not even get the chance to eat. He said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they, they went away by themselves into a boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot all the towns, from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. By this time, it was late in the day, so his disciples came to him. This is a remote place, they said, and it's already very late. Send the people away so that we can go to the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But Jesus answered, you give them something to eat. What I want to talk about in this scripture today, in these verses that I've just read you, these seven verses, is that Jesus had been teaching all day long. His disciples had been teaching all day long. It says in verse 31, it says, Then because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have the chance to eat, these people these disciples and, and Jesus were exhausted. They were ready to get to a quiet place and get some rest. That's what Jesus is telling them to do in verse 31. He says, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So we know that Jesus was exhausted. He had planned to end his day. But it says that in, 30, in verse 34, that when Jesus had landed and saw a large crowd, that he had compassion on them. He had compassion on him. I want to reiterate to you guys, and I know I've said this before, but I want to reiterate to you guys just how important it is that Jesus came on the earth and, and the significance behind why it's such a big deal that Jesus came on the earth. Because it's, it's, I know I say this a lot, but it still just blows my mind the fact that it, this was God 
God Almighty, the one that knows it all, the one that created the heavens and the earth, he, he came robed in flesh. And he chose to take on this human form so that he could relate to us. He battled temptation. We know that Jesus battled temptation with 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness with the enemy. We know that he had emotions. We know that he experienced exhaustion, especially in this story. We know that he says, let's go to a quiet place and get some rest. He had had a long day. So we know that that he has had had some human experiences that every single one of us has had and so much more. But even when he's exhausted, even when he's ready to go to a quiet place and get some rest, he saw the large crowd and he had compassion on them. Although he was ready to end the day, although he was starving probably and he was probably super exhausted from all of the questions and all the miracles that he had performed that day. He said, find them something to eat. He had compassion on his people. Because of the compassion that he had, he didn't stop when he wanted to stop. He wanted to go to a quiet place. He wanted to get some rest. He was, he was ready to be done for the day. But because of the compassion that Jesus Christ had, he did not stop when he felt like stopping. Today is the day that we have got to decide and make the decision to have compassion in our hearts. It's a decision to have compassion. It is a decision to take the step further, even when you're ready to quit, to help somebody else that's in need. It's, it's a decision for you to choose to help somebody whenever you can relate to them. And I know that Jesus related to these people because Jesus was tired himself. And how many of you can understand that these people had been traveling from all different cities to come? to the father to receive their miracles. They were exhausted too. And, and I began to picture that when Jesus exhausted and tired, tired showed up on the scene and he saw the people and he knew that they didn't have any shepherds. Let's go back to this verse that says he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. He recognized at that very moment that there was a crowd that needed a leader. He recognized at that very moment that there was a crowd that was desperate for some teaching, that was desperate for some miracles, that was desperate for some hope, that was desperate for a change in their life. And although he was exhausted, robed in flesh as just a human body, he knew that these people were desperate. He felt the exhaustion that they had as a man that was exhausted himself. And he said, you know what? I know that I was ready to end my day. I know that I was ready to stop what I was doing and get some rest in a quiet place. But he had compassion on them. And he began to teach them many things. And we know later on in the story 
after the disciples had said, we don't have enough food for them. Tell them to go on into different cities and to, to buy their own food. We're done for the day. And Jesus said, you give them something to eat. And that's whenever he multiplied the fish and the loaves of bread. And, and he was able to give hope in that moment. He was able to, to give joy in that moment. And people saw the miraculous power of God because Jesus had compassion on his people. I want to tell you what compassion means as I'm, as I'm calling all of us to have a compassionate heart. This is what compassion means. Compassion is, um, from the old French. I'm just going to read this. It says old French from ecclesiastical Latin. Compassion. The root of compassion means compati. That means to suffer with. To suffer with. Now, when I when I started thinking about compassion and how I wanted to talk about it this week, I had listened to a sermon yesterday that stirred my heart, and and then what a timely word I had this morning for my devotion. It talked about how we had to have compassion, and and so I knew that I was going to talk about compassion. So I started to dig a little deeper into that, and and I read I listened to Sharon's fight time this this morning from um, Monday, and how she gave us a play for this week, and she says. That long suffering is a fruit of the spirit and that there are times that we are going to suffer in our marriage and there are times that we are going to suffer in our jobs and there are times that we are going to suffer in our season, but that we are not called to give up. We cannot give up on our marriage. We cannot give up in the place that God has put us in, but instead it's time for you to just have patience and go through the long suffering, knowing that you will come out of it. And how beautiful is it that the, that the Lord gave me this word for you today about compassion and how compassion means to suffer with. See, Jesus came on the earth and he went through some suffering. He went through some temptation he went through some, some birthing pains whenever he knew what he had to do. He went through, through some exhaustion. He went through some emotional battles. I think it's amazing how this fight time that God has given me goes along with with what Jaren, not Jaren, with what Sharon has has given us the play for this week. Compassion means to suffer with. Jesus was exhausted the day that he showed up on the scene, and there were five thousand people that were hungry for the word of God, but they were also hungry for food. And he, although he was hungry and he was tired, he said, I have compassion for you. Let me suffer with you for a little bit longer so that I can reveal my glory to you. Compassion is the motivation you get from relating with someone, from relating with someone through the suffering. I also think about Lazarus and how, you know, Jesus knew that Lazarus wasn't going to stay dead. He had promised Mary and said, you know, this isn't going to end in death. And, you know, he shows up on the scene three days later and Lazarus has been dead and he's stinking. And, and Mary greets him at the door and he says, if you would have came sooner, Jesus, 
he wouldn't have died. If you would have came sooner, then I know that he would be able to live. And, and Jesus goes and he goes upstairs and he sees Lazarus for the first time and he begins to weep. And you start to, and I started to wonder, and I heard a pastor say this, why would Jesus weep when he knew that he was going to raise Lazarus up from the dead? Why would he weep? Because there was this thing called emotions that he had in this human body, in this human form that God Almighty was in. And he experienced what we experienced. He experienced heartache. He experienced heartbreak. He experienced grief. He wept because he was in human form and he could experience those emotions with us. And although he knew that the story was not going to end in death, he still wept. And it was compassion that took place in that moment where he could feel the heaviness in the room. He could feel the heaviness in the circumstance that they were in. And he said, Lazarus, get up and start walking. Lazarus, get out of that sleep that you're in. It was that compassion that he had that kept him going forward and not just listening to what Mary had to say and, and being content with that. You see, God had so much compassion for us that he sent his only son to come on the earth and live a perfect life and die the death that was due to us. You see, compassion is to suffer with. God knew that when I was going to come on the earth, he had so much compassion for me that he said, I'm willing to suffer for you, Lexi. I'm willing to suffer with you. I know that times are going to be hard, but listen, I'm going to send my son. I'm going to be robed in flesh and I'm going to experience the things that you are going to experience so that I can find a way out for you, so that I can create a way out for you. Yesterday in the sermon that I heard about compassion, he, he had said, if Jesus came to this earth with compassion and the passion to relate with us, who are we to think that we don't need to humble ourselves and gain and have compassion for the people around us? Who are we to think that we can look at somebody that is struggling and say, oh, sucks for them. Oh, I really hate that for them. Who are we? Jesus Christ, God Almighty, came down on the earth and experienced everything that we are experiencing and suffered with the people. He had compassion with the people so that he could help them. Who are we to think that we don't need to go through some suffering with some people? Who are we to think that we could just call it quits in the time where, th where times get tough? If Jesus Christ came down on the earth to relate with us, who are we to think that we don't need to relate with others? 
Ladies, I am calling every one of us today and whoever is going to be watching this fight time later. It is time for us to have a compassionate heart. It is time for us to be willing and be ready to stand with the people that are suffering and say, I'm going through it with you. I'm not going to watch you from afar, but I'm going to go through it with you. Yes, you might be tired, but I'm tired too. So let's get through this thing together. Maybe your husband has had a bad day. Have some compassion. Don't just say sorry for your luck or get over it. Be there with him. Be there with him through that tough time that he's having. It's time to have compassion. Maybe your children have made a huge mistake. Maybe they failed you once again. Have compassion. Be there with them. Show them that you're not leaving them even though they've made a mistake. Show them that you are willing to be in the struggle with them. Maybe you see how tired that person is. And they used to be all bubbly and bright. And they used to have overflowing joy in their hearts. And you notice that they're not the same person. Be with them. Don't look at them and say, oh, I've, they've just changed. No. Be in there with them. Suffer with them today. I'm just going to ask right now that the Holy Spirit would just begin to stir every single one of our hearts with more compassion. Father, help us be able to see, open up our eyes to be able to see all of the people around us that are in the suffering stage, Lord Jesus, and help us to not run away from that. Father, our default modes, what we automatically want to do is run away from the suffering, but Father, you are telling us today to go through the suffering with them. It's not time to quit. It's not time to give up. Father, help us to have the motivation to help out more than we normally would. Father, it is the compassion that made Jesus say, you know what? I'm exhausted, but I'm going to help them with their exhaustion. Father, help us to recognize that when we are dealing with heaviness, to not give up, but to say, I know I'm dealing with heaviness, but let me help somebody else that's dealing with heaviness. Come on, somebody type in the chat and just say, I'm going to go through it with them. It is not time for us to to get out. It's not time for us to quit. It is not time for us to sit back and watch somebody else. It is time for us to suffer together. I know you're tired. I know you feel like getting up, giving up. I know you're hungry for more and you're not satisfied. But Jesus was tired. Jesus was hungry. Jesus still fed the 5,000. Jesus still taught, exhausted as he was. That's, that's right, Carol. Two is better than one. Two is better than one. There are people in this world that need someone to speak joy in their lives. There are people who need a hug right now and it sounds so silly, 
But how many of you think that the disciples were, were questioning Jesus going, God, you could just do this tomorrow. We're all exhausted. You could just do this tomorrow, Jesus. Just tell him a time and a place to meet and we'll be back tomorrow. And Jesus is saying, no, I have compassion on these people. It's time. I'm going to end with this verse right here. This is Colossians 3, 12 and 13. It says, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against the other, forgiving each other as the Lord has given you, so you must also forgive as the Lord has forgiven you. So you must also forgive. That's all I have for you today, ladies. I'm just asking that throughout the day today that the Lord would just stir your heart. Father, forgive us for being complacent. Forgive us for backing out. Forgive us for leaving the scene when times get tough. Forgive us for looking at others that are in a broken state and being okay with it. Father, stir our hearts today. And we will use this, this broken heart that we have. We will use this conviction as motivation to press forward in the kingdom of God. We will use this compassion for your glory in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. That's the plan for the rest of this week. Sharon's fight time was beautiful. It is time for us to move forward. Don't go off. Don't get off the scene when times get tough. I know you're tired, but press on. Share this with somebody today. That's what you can do to start off with this. Share this word with somebody today. Somebody needs to hear this. America, the world needs to hear this message. We cannot look at the suffering and think, oh, too bad for them. No, we cannot do that any longer. Alrighty. Have a great Wednesday. Bye-bye.